on the Spencer's the Pez, goking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy. The password is three. Listen up, fanboys! It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, Stammerin' Derek McCaw. This is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting on Wednesday, August 27th, uh, from Elusive Comics and Games, two seven two five El Camino Real, Suite one hundred four, in Santa Clara, California. This is an historic night. The, is it the Democratic convention nominated Hillary Clinton? Uh, so <laughs> what? <laughs> well, n- no one's told her otherwise. Shh, it's going to oh, go. To, it's going to go so much smoother this oh. way. Anyway, uh, we've got the Fanboy <laughs> Planet team here. Of course, my announcer, fabulous announcer, Mister Lon Lopez. Lon Lopez, yes. The keynote voice. speaker, Michael Goodson. Oh, very nice. And sound engineer and the guy who's going. Why did I bother coming down here from the airport? Just another guy in the crowd with a sign, Rick Brett Snyder. <laughs> okay, woo! All right, well, these nuts. We're going to try and make this a little shorter because we are podcasting a little later than we normally do. Because Rick's had a busy day and uh, he's going to make us all sound like little girls. Me I've sweepy. got frequent flyer miles. Indeed. We've got a little bit of comics news. We've got uh, some movie news, television news, and we are promised at the end of this, Lon's Toy Rant, which actually may be the first time a segment we have introduced might actually repeat. Okay. It sounds like a repeat, actually. (laughs) I think we had a Toy Rant like a year ago, so an actual... Gosh, uh, I hope it's an update or an addendum. (laughs) Whenever toys piss me off, I rant. Okay, and that's fine. We have a segment. Watch out, toys. Watch out. Lon is ranting. Let's talk about uh, a thing that actually someone wrote into me uh, and ranted about a while ago was the was Runaways relaunching yet again. This makes like the fourth time we've had number one. Man, I'm still on volume one. Yeah, so I was <laughs> trying to mini series first. And then uh, yeah, and I was trying to explain that. Of course, the thing is, it, they wouldn't do it if it didn't actually boost sales every time they launch a new number there one. There you go. And uh, so it's become very common in comics lately. But we get a number, another number one. From Runaways after Joss Whedon wrote it uh, for, I think, a six-issue run that took two years. Um, and it is now being relaunched with Terry Moore. Uh, Wait, who- can we stop? For, or, or just let me pause you for a second. So essentially they're doing they, – they do the number ones again – because number ones are more collectible, is that kind of the way? Well, or? it's like the the ultimates. They they're, well, they're packaging doing the like, volumes, a, like a season right. now. Season I think it's one, also it's, it's also a sign to people this is a good jumping on point. Uh, is that? But so, it, has it turned into like a marketing thing now to where it's not even collectible anymore? Is it now just or comic kind of a gimmick? Anymore. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that I, I'd say I don't think comics are collectible anymore. But I think hmm. it, I think it's more like. What Rick just said, because they're not calling this a season. Uh, they are with yeah. the Ultimates, and a couple of books have said, have gone, you know, we're going to take a hiatus. The Ultimates are calling them seasons? I thought they're they were seasons. calling them volumes, no? No, they're seasons. Interesting. Okay. It was season one, season two with Brian Hitch. and uh, I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Runaway is just a relaunch. It's just totally, a relaunch. Totally okay. new direction, or new art style anyway. Okay, sorry. Um, so Alberto Ramos. Terry uh, Moore. Doing a, a slightly softer art than he has before. It, it was actually not bad. It's just... I, I think, as they themselves have kind of pointed out, they, even the Runaways aren't sure what they should be doing now. 
cover art looks looking even more cartoony. Looking for homes. That, that's their problem, yes. The, the cover art looks even more cartoony than Ramos usually looks. I mean, yeah. They look like, they're almost like short. This is my problem. He's a very exaggerated artist. It, like even just the reactions. Like there's a shot of, of a guy eating a hamburger where it's like like ripping at it. And, you know, and, and, the, and the meat is flying. It's like, okay, so we get it. He's a teen and he's hungry. But you know but, what? Let me ask you this. Yeah. What are the runaways supposed to be? Because I've tried to read them and... You know, I've, we've talked about them before in the podcast. I don't even think anybody really knows what they're supposed to be. So it's like, how can a creative team come on if they haven't really defined? Because, I mean, they're just these teenagers who are the the children. As a guy who's still stuck on on season volume one, whatever, mm-hmm. I, they were runaways originally. Right. From their parents. Now they're running away from things like Right, but I'm just Iron saying, Man, where, do you, where do you take? I it's mean, like Prison Break. All right, uh, well, we're okay. not out of, okay, we're out of a <laughs> but prison. But the show's like, still called Prison like, Break. They're, no. sp- they're still like young teens, right? Like 15, yes. 16 or teens whatever. Teens on the run. Hmm. Yes. And yeah. they ha- now they're orphans though, right? I mean, didn't they're all, all their orphans. parents. They're all orphans. Um, Spoilers! Oh, sorry. I just, um, you know what? Again, when a book's like five years old and you're you just really haven't gotten there, I can't. Ozzy Mandis did it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. There might actually be people that haven't bought their copy of the graphic novel yet. Shh, don't. They might not Rob, know what I mean. Rob Cordway, I hope you did not hear what Michael said. What? I'm talking about Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Everyone's read that. I'll look upon my stuff and despair. Work, you might even. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's okay, it, but I, I agree with you, Lon. It, it's kind of floundering for a purpose. I thought they were going to kind of redefine in the in the wake of the Secret Invasion, because obviously they have right. a scroll on the team. Which one's the scroll? Uh, uh, he's a prince. Uh, I can't remember what his name. No, is. but he, he she is a he she. Yes. But was he hiding out or no? No, it was the, known he was a, he, he was, was known in love. Long before. He's in love with this. A, is with he a teenage scroll or is yes? It? Oh boy! How was Whedon's arc? Was it Whedon-y? It was good. The problem was there were so many months in between issues. Uh, you kind of forgot it, it lost some steam towards the end. I mean, towards so I'll love it in trade as well. Absol- well, is what I said every time yeah. we talked about it was yeah. Although was, the end was a bit rushed. I think yeah, we did agree. Yeah, it did feel like they had it. The court found. That the end was a that bit he rushed. had a climactic battle that he just sort of went, and then a lot of crap happened. <laughs> <It> and, <did. laughs> and let's get back to the future so that uh, Terry Moore can take over. Great, okay, good. I guess I got to work on Dollhouse because they have to. Re- I had to reshoot the pilot. Um, yeah, you know, we get to television say a lot of TV shows are doing that because they didn't do pilot season. So now they're rushing along and they're going, Ooh, maybe these pilots aren't as good. <laughs> That's why Harry Potter six allegedly, or you know, the, the Half Blood Prince is being delayed by years because they rushed in without a script and went. <laughs> how, how do they rush into shooting without said, a you've, all, you've all read the book. Sorry. Do no. it. All right, you're yeah. a wizard. Here's your wand. Sound vaguely like Latin. Uh, no, I mean, they had a script. Can I get a verb? They had a script, but because of the writer's strike, they couldn't do rewrites. If they're on the set and they go, this doesn't quite work, you can't, you know, you can't. They're Fine. all legally in it. Just take your time and make it good. Except I wouldn't I wouldn't trust Rupert Grint to improvise. So, you know, that's one of the things is uh, rumor that they're reshooting things to kind of just like make it stronger. All right, well, let's stronger. finish up on Runaways. Let's Runaways is out. Kind of a, it's it's out. Isn't one of them a lesbian? Well, yes, and the scroll as yes. well. The scroll, oh, the okay. scroll doesn't know what gender he or she wants to be. Depending on whether mm. she, but how how convenient for them though. Once they decide, yeah, it's kind of like it's pretty cool. I'm the guy today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Just like that. I think that's what all the scrolls sound like. No, that, I he actually, loves you. I actually. <laughs> they all sound like Rip Taylor. No, the <laughs> mean With means the something in scroll. So uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there, uh, there we go. The um, whole podcast just mimed throwing confetti. Just yeah. except me. Since this is in a video. Um, probably in news, it's not going to rock the comics world, but there, there we go. Anyway, Virgin Comics may have shut down. And oh really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sorry, Deepak. Huh. So no more Jem- Jenna da- Jameson. No more Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson, uh, who's pregnant <gasps> with her first child. What? Was that going to be in the it's not mine. of? It's not mine. Uh, it's n- no. Which dozen guys is it? <laughs> I'm just. I don't know. Uh, She's uh, been dating some boxer, Tito Ortiz. There you go. Well, there think you go. So. All right, there this isn't go. the TMZ podcast. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you tell uh, well, Virgin Comics. Coincidentally, I just finished the first. Uh, Trade from Virgin Comics, I guess. John Woo's uh, Seven Brothers by Garth Ennis. That came out like four years ago, right? Well, hey, he's oh, okay. the Runaway hey. Season One. <laughs> At least he read something from Virgin. So. That's exactly. Good. I purchased it. It was quite good. If anyone here would like to read it, I'll be happy to loan it to you. Excellent. Sorry well, to see them go. I was looking forward to a season two. There might be a seven season. more brothers. There might be seven more brothers. You just haven't seen the brothers. trade pages. John Wooier. Yeah. Were Were the pages in slow motion too, or did he put like doves in there or something? Or yes. Yes, awesome. You know, at the same time, in a weird, uh, as they're shutting down their comics, they're renaming their um, American service for airlines, Entourage Air. So Because they've got some kind of link with HBO now. Okay. So it really is the show. Are there uh, four snarky guys on every flight? Absolutely. If you're not I snarky. I want to hang out with them. I've got to apply snarky, for a job. You, can't fly. Yeah. <laughs> you finally know what you want to do with oh your Oh, my life. God. <laughs> I have a purpose. Throw, throw peanuts at people. Uh, hey, fatty, down in front. <laughs> yeah, they're... Yeah. Anyway, they shut down their New York office. They claim they're going to try to regroup out of their L.A. office. Thank God. And they're putting all their... Sounds like they're, they're under siege. They're mm-hmm. putting all... Yeah, well, really, they're putting all Fall their... Fall back! Their, and all the articles that have been written about this in the mainstream press, they're putting all their hope on the upcoming Jenna Jameson book, which says... Guys, Whoa, by the way, that, guys. that came out. <laughs> They're doomed. Uh, the Ed Burns and the Hugh Jackman um, what, Nowhere, Nowhere Man. Man, which Paul Galassi is drawing. So, uh-huh. you know, there's quality talent, but that's not, you know. Hey, is that new Hugh Jackman uh, book on the shelf? No, it's Nowhere Man. It's uh, done. It's over. I'll buy anything that Paul Galassi <laughs> does, though. Okay. Well, I'm happy good. to just let you I'm stop the that. podcast with that <laughs> one. <laughs> Welcome um, to the club. But, you know, the. It, they're, the talent, the storytelling has never been a problem for them. It's just nobody's buying it. I mean, you like se- uh, Seven Brothers. We mm-hmm. like that. Uh, yeah. Megas. Exactly. Yeah. We oh, like yeah. that. Megas. That uh, was really good. Uh, I've been buying that one. That's their problem, though. Virgin, they don't have a presence. They don't have, I mean, it's like, well, where are their comics coming from? Since I mean, Derek and I were there at the launch. We were. When, we can when, say that their their market was not us. They were trying to penetrate the india market which had no dc or marvel presence america was more of an afterthought because we have an established market established channels mm. and that's where we got they were Megas trying to cater Jenna jameson no that was the original goal of the launch and then a year later suddenly it became all about um how about let's just call it stars and making the hollywood yeah connection. how about okay. we just call it what we call it virgin may i think their problem was was they were all about the hype and not so much about the substance it was all about that hey we got the big stars we just said the opposite of that we just, just no i'm saying it, good. 
No, no, I'm saying I once they started you right catering your, your Hollywood crowd or whatever, they would sit there and go, here, you know, James, Jenna Jameson, they did the Comic-Con press conference and everything. They didn't have an artist named. They didn't have a writer named. And then six months down You're the road. You're saying they weren't pushing them as comics with names that comic they were, they were pushing events and yeah. instead of comics. And a lot, a lot of comic pushing buyers, those Greg Land covers. Frankly, yeah, you're right. Uh, a lot of comic buyers like Greg Horn covers. There's two Greg Horn covers. Two guys are going to buy Jenna Jameson. It's like the the fan already, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because the guy who wants a Jenna Jameson comic is not going to want the comic he got. Yeah. <laughs> and frankly, <laughs> and frankly, he's thinking three of those comics I can buy a DVD. Right. Exactly. None of those comics I can just download it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Bing. I mean, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> right, <laughs> but I mean that, that's the problem. I mean, you had Nicholas Cage again. You had good quality people, but it, and good ideas originally. And the first time that the phrase "they just blew your mind" was whispered to me at a press conference was at the launch of that. <laughs> Grant Morrison and, and Deepak Chopra. So together. what's our what's our pool for? What, what do we give Virgin to last? I think you think they'll get last. bought, or you think they'll get done? I think we need to check done. the pool because it's over. Okay, uh, if one of bad. the if one of the world's richest men is your backer, who's going to buy? I mean, it's like Donald Trump's going to decide. I'm going to de-virginize him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's he's not going to. Welcome to Trump Comics. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. It's horrible. All the covers. Read the new Joel <laughs> Jameson <Blake> book. <laughs> the new Joel Jameson. Nice. We got a new book from Tracy Lords. You're going to love it. <laughs> it's quality. It's class. I know class. Um, Rosie O'Donnell. That's too bad. I'm going to miss. I was. I was actually was enjoying Megas, and that I would. I would continue to buy that one and issues. Nothing else. Now though. it's gone to that great cross gen heaven in the sky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now you're going to be wary of everything they did, right? Or everything they do in the future. Like, is this going to last? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, but that's the comics industry right yeah. now. Everybody's but wary. Don't about we it. really think though that Virgin's plan was to just launch a bunch of properties they could get movies out of, right? I mean, yes. so it's like I think the fans saw through that and just said, you know what? And if you're not putting out good books, we're not going to buy them. And maybe there were a couple here and there, but. That's, I think that's were, fine, and so many of today's books, you can actually read it. It's like this is clearly meant to be a script right. draft, right? Mm-hmm. For example, that, yeah. Kick Ass. Oh, uh, clearly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. should, let us use that as a transition. You just read the fourth issue. Uh, uh, yes, I did. And were you pleased? Uh, you know, here's the thing. Did I, it come back from the ab- abyss upon which it teetered? If, if I uh, here's how I teetered. Viewed it. it teetered. It on tottered. The abyss. It was in. <laughs> here's how I viewed it. If I switched my focus back to thinking it's just a comic and not supposed to be grounded in the real world like it originally had toted, then it's fine. It's it's just a crazy crime book and it's mm-hmm. so unrealistic. But and if they're expensive. Tr- but if they're trying to tote it as the oh, you know, it's a guy fighting crime in the real world, it makes no sense now. It's just completely it's just completely absurd now. But. And weirdly enough, Nicolas Cage has just joined the cast of the film version of kick-ass as which character as the police the father as, a, his, as, the, <laughs> as the little eight-year-old with the samurai sword <laughs> perfect he is so good no it's as much uh, sense as casting him as superman they're no. gonna do the same thing they did with the hobbits the, yes uh it, because there's a virgin connection because he was the first of the hollywood connection he was going to be in the sandu uh the sadu the sadu uh, book from virgin oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. then he parted that instead of actually making the sadu he got an excuse to to create said, the tell story you what man child. why don't you just give a comic to my kid yeah he did voodoo and child and do. now he's in kickass and it, just proving again the joke it's like you know if a if a, if a comic book adaptation gets announced 
Nicolas Cage once in. <laughs> and uh, he's in that new Wendy movie. He's got such out. a good track the new record. Wendy, with it too. Wendy, the good little witch. Good little witch. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Wait. Who played Wendy? Who did play Wendy? Live action. Oh, there was a Wendy movie. There was a Casper and Wendy Wendy oh. movie. Oh, it was Your a direct to video though, wasn't yes, it? Yes, but somebody very famous. Reese Witherspoon. No. Hilary Duff made her screen debut oh, as Wendy, the good wow. little witch. Hot. Stumped. Ah, yeah. Well, we'll get not more. not terribly ashamed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you there should goes be. my subscription it's to Teen Beat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they also announced the weird casting for for uh, gee, I think you and I were both a little uh, Christopher Mintz Plass, who was uh, McLovin. McLovin from Superbad is the villain in Kickass. Oh God. A villain, what? a villain who has not yet actually been revealed <laughs> no. in the comic, except now it's going to be so. It's a asthmatic kid with a caved-in chest. What is? Mm, yeah, pretty It'd be much. Great if it was just McLovin. McLovin, <laughs> <laughs> should literally legally change his name. <laughs> That's as good a casting as Cher's Catwoman. Uh, oh, let's not. Uh, I actually was, believe that. No, you, you want to go through? I'm not going to dignify like, that rumor any further. What's the most further? horrible casting rumor for a superhero movie this week? I would say Cher as Catwoman mm. in a an unannounced and non-existent sequel to The Dark Knight called, <laughs> by the way, the article that named Cher as Catwoman also said that the sequel is called The Caped Crusader. Oh. I heard a rumor that Halle Berry is going to come back and play Catwoman. And I... I didn't. I just made that yeah, up that right now. That's okay. <laughs> Spread it. It's going to show it. up somewhere. Can I... Uh, Halle can Berry, I, what's another shot? Yeah, go this ahead. This is something I sent around to all of the Zorlax, but uh, for those of you out there, Google uh, David Tennant and uh, Riddler will probably get you there. It was but awesome. Some guy did fan art of... Uh, Photoshopped. Photoshopped future posters, potential, just for yeah. the next movie, and, and he cast David Tennant as the Riddler, and I think all of us just agreed... Perfect. Perfect. And, and all David of you, all of you know David Tennant Doctor for, Who. Doctor Who. I was going to say for his current run as Hamlet at the RSC. Uh, yes, the, the Doctor Who that we always say, Lon, you should watch it. Oh, except it's British. You don't like British no. things. He also had Kirsten Bell as uh, Harley Quinn, which we didn't think was as, as an inspired. I just show. think you can't. But, but the have... poster looks pr- great, and it's just fan art. I'm not trying to start a rumor. No, no but... but it is a great idea. It's like, wow, yeah. David Tennant would be a good Riddler. Someone I, should look at that. But you know what, though, Someone I don't think. Power. Christopher Nolan even wants to touch a Riddler. You know what I mean? Like, how do you go from the Dark Knight to the Riddler? Well, how, I mean, how do you do that with anything? I'm just saying. I, I mean, he's good, you, you but the Riddler. Up. I don't know. It's got to be Clayface, I think, in the next one. It's got to be a morphing character with several actors. That, there's got to be some intrigue, a little twist. I don't. But who? then it would be all CGI. I mean, he's kind of more of a practical director. Right? He doesn't mm-hmm. use a lot yeah, of CGI. It would, does to, it would be hard to come up with justification in his real world approach to have Clayface. Sure. Well, here's here's something I want to ask the mm-hmm. fanboys. In Dark Knight, you mean us, or you're hoping yeah, someone you will guys. yell at their computer right now? In Dark Knight, now <laughs> well, they will. Pick me, they will. Pick me. This is screaming this at is his iPod on a train. Potential spoiler: If you have <laughs> not seen The Dark Knight, this is just for people who've seen The Dark Knight. So, just in case, those I, who also haven't read Runaways or Watchmen, go okay. ahead. <laughs> Clarify to me what you guys thought: Harvey Dent dead at the end, or they covered up his death? Dead, dead. I would say that I would not be upset if they said it was a covered up death. Because if they bring Aaron Eckhart back for part three as Two-Face, that could be a good movie. No. Oh. Anyone? No. Thoughts? I, I think you've, they've done the Two-Face thing, and they're not gonna, they're, they've got plenty of canon to go through okay. to right. pull out more more. Okay, uh, you say people. that, but then you also say, but the Riddler wouldn't be. I mean, no, the Riddler the Riddler is hasn't the next been logical. done in this, uh, this group. No, but I mean. I didn't say be, the Riddler oh, shouldn't be Oh, it was Lon that, that didn't like it? Lon didn't like the Riddler. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm just saying, like, Riddler, maybe. Penguin, uh, well, I mean, whoever's I, going up next is going to have to step it up. And going following Heath Ledger is going to be hard. tough. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you pick. But, uh, there's Didn't so we ma- say that about Batman Begins, though? Did, how do you do no, that? You actually, I said you that. Said actually, that. I wasn't really <laughs> yeah. impressed. With, I wasn't impressed with any of the super villains in uh, Batman Begins. I just well, thought there weren't the story really was super good. Yeah. Oh, there was the Scarecrow and Rosalind. Oh, Blue. I thought the Scarecrow was all right. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right, but he was also a minor character in that. Yeah, it was nothing that I said. How are they going to top the Scarecrow? It's like no, but it was how are they going to top that movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a minute! I just got something in on the internets. Uh, Thank you, thank you, Jungle Drums. What fell out of the tube? I just, I just heard the Rock is going to be playing Bane in Part Three. Oh, Oh. I just, I heard that too. You said it. Yes. So look for that. Any other wacky rumor you want to go with there? Because the rumor mills are going to go great because DC also, or Warner Brothers actually, had this big summit, which we talked about. They were having a summit. They released. Wait, can we recreate the summit real fast? Go ahead. Marvel's making all this money. <laughs> what are we? What do? are we gonna do? Wait a minute. The Dark Knight just became the number two movie in history. Why Wait, can't how do they it? do that? By making their characters dark and brooding. Therefore. Let's make Superman dark and brooding. I love it. like it. So they've entered the 90s of comics. <laughs> yes. Let's make Plastic Great. Man dark and brooding. Christopher oh. Priest is going to so write the next one. So let's cast Keanu Reeves let's and hurt Derek's I heard that soul. was a rumor. I heard that's not true anymore. Well, somebody, somebody on the floor at Comic-Con came out. Ambush Bug and Dexter. Let's make the Flash dark and brooding. I might be okay Your with eyes that. twitching. I might be okay with that. Uh, yeah, so they did say that Let's they are. Let's make Wonder Woman on her that period. They, that they have decided since since Marvel did a requel to uh, a requel. That's I the new that. phrase for it. No, don't don't propagate that word. <laughs> I love it. Do not. I love that. It. It's such a stupid word. Since they made a requel <laughs> to Hulk, uh, so so within five years, they, Warner Brothers has said they are going to do. The Man of Steel. Wait, does that even make sense? You're an English teacher. A requel. <laughs> no, no, does prequel make sense? Well, you could say. Oh, I mean, requels what, are what Scooby Doo ma- makes. <laughs> Dirty Sanchez so doesn't make sense. Not but not we all do I'm it. Re requels because a sequel technically means what? English teacher. It means it means a follow up to a previously existing work. So they so prequel isn't a real word. No, they, but prequel. No, prequel is a a story that follows uh, that. Takes the characters from a story and tells a story that happened before. But that. let me explain something, Rick. That word did not enter the English language until Butch and Sundance, the early years, when they wanted to make a a sequel to Butch casting the Sundance Kid, and realized, oops, they die at the end. <laughs> Use your linguistics only for good. good. Exactly. So uh, okay. So, so requels just so, made up, and so we got to go. Like to, if you'd like to blame William Cat for the existence of the word prequel. Okay. I'm he, sure he had nothing to do with it. He played young Robert Redford. Bring him in. Yes. Well, we'd love to. Okay. Back we, to the meeting. Back, okay. Dark Superman. I love it. Dark Superman. You mean like where he stalks his ex-girlfriend and has an illegitimate child with her? No, Not dark enough. No. We did that. <laughs> Black costume silver S? Maybe. Ooh. Um, so, so Brandon Routh is definitely yes. maybe where he Kill hangs him. out with a black guy and like does uh, drugs and then uh, is turns into a real douchebag. <laughs> oh wait, that was in part three. Oh, that's right. 
What? I think yeah. you're talking about Hancock. No, 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 no. He was talking about Superman 3. Was it? Yeah. Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor. And then he. When did he do drugs? Bad kryptonite. He was given uh, bad kryptonite with tar. You ever had any bad kryptonite, man? <laughs> yeah, Let me yeah, tell yeah. you. He turned evil and, <clears throat> and used his x-ray vision on, on uh, Annette O'Toole. That scumbag. Yeah. So you, you, they've already done two movies with a dark and brooding Superman. Yeah, How they they gonna... were stupid. <laughs> but no one remembers those except us. You know what they need to do? Superman Doomsday. But what they're well, yeah, which reminds me also in just in time for Christmas, there's a two disc edition of Superman Doomsday coming. Oh, really? The animated one. Yes. And I was like, okay, what are you giving this all new? And then yeah, there's an all new short on it. So if you have Superman Doomsday, trash well, it. Finally, Warner DC Direct has figured out that you know selling you the animated direct to video once isn't enough. What's they're the gonna do super platinum? I don't know. It just says there's a new animated short. It's, yeah, it's called Bruce, the making of the Bruce Tim sketching. No. no. <laughs> Get that camera off me. Get that camera <laughs> off me. He is a nice guy, but boy, he doesn't like actually. So what do we know. think, what do we want to say to the DC executives that are listening right now about their meeting? David Tennant is Riddler. David Tennant is Riddler. Um, they're go, they're definitely high-powering the Green Arrow Supermax. Uh, lame. They, you, you, know don't, you don't know that You yet, know why sir. it's going to be lame? Skeptical Sally. Green Arrow in a prison for the whole movie. Who wants to? It's basically going to be a prison break. So why even call but it? But with superpowers. And arrow gloves. <laughs> He's not going to have no, his you costume. Not. No, but but the icicle's in it. The icicle? Yes. I couldn't get to the arrowed heads, but <laughs> in the infirmary, I found these. Punch Q-tips. Punching glove Q-tips. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Supermax can kiss uh, my now, Supermax. Supermax there. They'll do a Flash movie, a Green Lantern, uh, which there was a script review of the Green Lantern movie a few weeks ago. I think... Maybe a Latino review that got it, and they said it. It, it their description sounded really good, so maybe we will get that decent because now you know again Latino review. Yeah, they've been. So who's going to play Green Lantern? Like uh, no. Benjamin Bratt? Or something? I hate to break this to you, Lon <laughs> Lopez, but Latino review has long since gone from being just. I don't even know if that ever were really. A Latino oriented website. I'm just saying. Then can we call it reviews. Wasp Review then? Yeah. Wasp exactly. Can we change it? <laughs> Norte Americano Jared Review. Is on the, uh, yeah, anyway, so so Warner Brothers is going to totally follow the. I don't want to see Hector Alizondo as the Green Lantern, okay? Ooh. I'm just saying. No. Or Ruben Blades. Well, Isn't it Blades? Oh, I don't know. They can, they can make. See, again, you just <laughs> ruined your tread. Is no, he says blades. No, he doesn't. Well, in the when he, you know, he's in a in movie. Blade, the movie. <laughs> no, no, that in wasn't a, him. That was Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> you two in work Predator it out. Two. I'll have my point about the topic over here. Just okay, quietly. why don't you? Okay, oh, oh, please oh, give oh, us a ahead. point. Ooh. Don't get your thong in a bunch. Get up there, <laughs> pull that out of your crack, and go. They can make their movies darker if that's Are what they want to do. If that's what they want to do. It all comes down to is it a good movie and a good story. Sure. I just don't know that Superman is dark. Needs to be just, just do Superman well. You don't need to be dark. Yeah. Do him well. Practice on a well-lit movie. <laughs> then move into shading and lighting. <laughs> Something. So <laughs> we're doing him dark and another baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because you know that baby that mama one, too. That the Watchman is going to do really well. Uh, that's dark. Uh, and, mm, and and now, babies. And now there has been a fan because uh, because we all know, we're, the fans have been emboldened by their success with the fanboys movie. Uh, they there is there is now an online movement to boycott Fox. I as, already do as a network as a film because uh, they've got something, as an animal as an animal. 
Uh, because, of course, Fox is not only dr- not dropping their lawsuit against Warner Brothers to stop the release of Watchmen, uh, they one of their lawyers actually did say this week we would we would rather see the movie not get released because Warner Brothers Evil. is not he must die. Well, I it's didn't just say in, that. it's just impractical, but no, still, Goodson. I thought they just wanted a cut of it. Yeah, but Warner Brothers says we have a full legal right, right. across the jugular. Yeah, they, Warner Brothers says we have a full legal right. By the way, we published the book <laughs> originally. You know what Zack Schneider and the whole crew should do? They should just be all okay and just stop and just walk away, and then just everybody will be all. What They're done. The They're done, and oh. we, we've got to work on being torches in the street. We've, got, it, we've got to work on becoming Kevin Smith because I think you know you know after you comic- make a porn. Sure. After Comic Con, you guys already have. Stop pulling around. <laughs> after Comic Con. Zack Snyder showed Kevin Smith the three-hour version of Watchmen. And oh, he just had it laying around in yeah, his hotel done. room? It was on his uh, iPod. So, he, hey, Kevin, yes. come back to my room. Yes. I'll Wanna show watch you. watch a stamp-sized version and of this Watchmen? Is, show you, know you my Watchmen. This is totally fanboy porn because absolutely he goes, yeah, I'll watch Watchmen. You know? <laughs> well, that's hotter than anything I could make. Uh, and he said it was great. And then he gave an interview this week. J.J. Abrams showed him Star Trek. Um, and so What does he do? I got to get fatter. No, but you know we saw a, a, a clip of Watchmen at Comic Con. Yeah, too, right? yeah, yeah. I I talked to Jeff I Harold I thought Haley. it was good. I mean, I'd tell you more, but I signed a non-disclosure. Yeah, exactly. And then we bumped into Chris Nolan, and he showed us some preview shots of Dark Knight Three. Yep. Right. And uh, you know, I can't really talk about it, but it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Uh huh. Uh huh. Unless they re-edit it. Yeah, because the yeah, studio. Then, then, then right. You know, I, uh, studios, I saw a little yeah. bit of the requel to Richie Rich, so mm. I wanted to. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, as it feels really so, Richie Rich of all the properties they go to. Okay. Yeah. All right. Way you to go so, with the joke. You That's know, great. somewhere the, you saw the end of the uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants <laughs> trilogy. <laughs> I'm so envious. <laughs> I did. I did. I really want to know how they finished that. Okay. <laughs> she puts her pants on. <laughs> you, mm. you know what? You'll walk away. You'll come back. Rick and I'll still be talking about it. <laughs> 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 Real Dan has occupied my time this week, by That's the way. That's a joke just for us. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, didn't you, you didn't get to tell that story on air, did you? No, I'll tell, no. It, I'll tell the goods and off air. Yeah. Later, so uh, so uh, last week I mentioned that the Dexter DVD came out, and it wasted way too much of my time this week. So i got to say, I want to tout again uh, that I am totally hooked on Dexter. Dexter is an awesome show. I have actually watched both seasons in real time and plan on watching the third. And it, it is... Uh, there's like Lost, Battlestar, then I think Dexter. How do you in watch it in mind. real time as opposed to what? <clears throat> as, well, as opposed release. to Derek, who just started watching season <laughs> two, two and hasn't, hasn't seen, season, seen one. season one. Oh, you watch it in He's order. watching them as I, they aired. I watched aired. them as they aired. Ah, I see. Yes. I see. Real time. I, and I myself just had got the DVD set. Or should I say s- as they downloaded? And got to say that Dexter must be uh, the new Hollywood bird for crack because I oh, just yeah. could not stop watching Dexter this weekend. And that's not a euphemism. That was really what was going on. And not for just for the hot Brits. So know? basically you were like selling things out of your house to watch it or what? A what little bit. Like cra- oh, okay. Uh, there were things that I could have better done with my time. Mm. Uh, I think they got released on DVD yesterday, the Nightmare Before Christmas special edition. Mm, looking very on Blu-ray, cool. Blu-ray, I believe. Uh, as well. A yeah. two, a two, actually three disc DVD. One disc is that new digital so and how did this thing? This thing went from claymation style animation, then it got digitally done as 3D. Yes, and now this is what? This, this is, is the flattened 3D version. Well, no, I think it is the flattened 2D, but it, but it digitally remastered. Because I think when Disney first 
got into DVD. They launched a lot of stuff, and they really didn't do the reproduction. They just like hurried it out because they didn't know what the DVD market. I mean, no studio really did. Yeah, they were gambling. That Wait, what version is this? This is like the eighth version of it on DVD now, or no? It's only the second time it's been released on DVD. Really? Yeah, beautifully packaged thing. It's got like it looks like a great package. Bookend. It is a great package, and I know you like looking at great packages. Well, Tim Burton always has a good package. I mean, he exactly. when he puts stuff out. So. so I don't know how this stacks up to the original DVD release, but it includes the uncut Frank and Weenie. <laughs> Sorry, like I said, good package. Yeah, which was, uncut, which was his live action short. And uh, Vincent, the uh, original animated piece that got him, uh, you know, noticed by Disney and Warner. But Bros. doesn't he always put all that stuff out on DVD whenever he? Because like I remember- they were separate. This is the first time you can get as a, as as a new uh, as a combined package. And really, the thing you got to remember is that you know because Disney has done a good job of taking things off the market when you know when they say it's going back into the vault for a while. There really is a whole new audience that hasn't seen it, or that maybe kids have only gone to see it in 3D. It also has a walkthrough of the Haunted Mansion. Do-over. What's this movie like in 2D, 2D. Dad? <laughs> well, because 3D isn't working practic- in practicality for television yet. Yet, right? So, right. If they like the movie, then because Monster House was you know did better on video and was released in only 2D. Beowulf is only in 2D. I was I was not interested in Beowulf unless they had done it in 3D. Yeah, well, they didn't. Uh, so this thing includes the walk through the Haunted Mansion and a, a lot of extra stuff. And then Christopher Lee reading the original storybook, which oh. he'd actually written as a – Tim Burton had written as a poem slash storybook and then illustrations for it and then, and then pitched it to Disney. So, so who's buying it? Well, I already have it. So oh, okay. Well, there I'm, you go. I'm grateful. I, it's 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 cool. It'll it's probably cool. A cri- be Christmas in our house. I just didn't get that movie. So. Okay, now Michael Goodson actually did some. Oh, you didn't get that movie. I, I, yeah. like that movie. I don't like musicals. It's okay. I know. And he really Breeder. hates British. I don't, I don't like British musicals. British I was just thinking the same thing. Worst of all, Phantom of the Opera. Sweeney Todd. Forget yeah. it. My Fair Lady. Sweeney Todd's uh, an American uh, musical. Huh? It takes place in Great Britain, but it's an American musical. Sweeney Todd is a musical. No, it's a it's an American musical. It's an American musical. musical. British yeah, musical. but it's British folken. <laughs> I would still hate it. <laughs> what the heck was that? Folken. Folken? Folk in it. <laughs> okay. Michael Are you going to edit yourself for saying that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because in some accents, that has to be a Monty. Can I turn in my homework already? Turn in your homework. You actually, we, a couple mm. weeks ago, we talked about Witchblade, and it was revealed that there was a like a hentai style anime. I think hentai. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> oh is it? yes, it is. I mean, it's it's not it's not graphic. It, it is a serious uh, Japanese a animation yeah, show um, <clears throat> that follows up more closely with the Witchblade legend than the TV show did. You know, not hard. No, um, I watched as much of it as I could. How long was that? Two, About three fifteen minutes. minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I was on my meds. I was on my meds. You were on your meds. Okay. Yeah. You've been ill. I'm sorry. No, no, no. My attention meds. <laughs> okay. I watched it for a full fifteen minutes. <laughs> okay. Until I turned it on. Was it translated or? And was then he had to get subtitled? another fresca. No, it was in, uh, in English. English? Okay. In English. And still and, couldn't get and, you. And, uh, was there, and, and I guess for the fans of that genre who like, uh, you know, the... So if you're a teen girl... Oh, no! Look out! Scaly armor. Oh. Yeah. Was it like Sailor Moon Witchblade or something? Yeah, kind of. Hmm. Star Blazers. So, or, so really it was the boom anime that makes you think the wrong it, there thing? Was, it was not nudity, but there was some, there you know, no wiggling boom physics in the, in the animation, <laughs> definitely. Okay. Hmm. And then she changed, and it was clearly... I studied boob the, physics the in college, the actually. The pornography, but, but not... Pornography. Right, right. 
So oh, hey, if that's your thing, go check it out. That it's on Netflix. Proud to be fanboys. <laughs> They're in the Witchblade anime. Mm-hmm. Okay, then as promised, we've come to the section of our of our podcast. Wait, we didn't do TV. Did we do TV? We talk about DVDs. Those are on TV. Oh, well, is there something on TV you want to talk about? I don't know. I thought you were, you had a Hasn't whole thing planned yet. as TV. When does the next Desperate Housewives season start? I don't know, but I'm mad at that. Notice I asked Lon. <laughs> they jumped five years in the future at the oh, end of the last season. It's like Battlestar Galactica. So mad at yeah. that. Which is really weird. It turns out that the Earth has been destroyed. At you know what? Desperate Housewives. Spoiler. <laughs> Me and Derek uh, saw the second half of, uh, what was that movie we watched? Uh, Kicking It Old School? Yeah, Kicking It Old School. <laughs> With Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> And I have something to say about it because there was a controversy a couple Jamie weeks Kennedy ago. Jamie Kennedy should retire. Uh, there was a controversy was a about controversy. Tropic Thunder and the use of a, of the R word. And, That's not nice to and say. Ki- yes, and kicking it old school uses that liberally. <laughs> and so the problem with Tropic Thunder was apparently they used the R word and there was no comeuppance. But if you dress a mentally disabled man in a taco suit and a helmet and say, not, not nothing to say, and he hits somebody, that's okay. Then it's acceptable. Mm. I, I just think that that movie maybe, didn't make it on anybody's maybe radar. Nobody actually watched it. Everybody's like, "We got to go protest the new Jamie Kennedy movie." And you know, here, and here, here the worst, the worst geek thing. What, what, what network was it? Was that Stars that was on? Yeah, it's probably. And one we're of. watching it, and, we're, and and so it was very upsetting because we're we're both in the oh. weird film geek thing of saying. You know, this really should be letterboxed. Oh, uh, it was, <laughs> I, I it was it so badly panned and scanned, and horribly framed, <laughs> and like. Of course, that would require actually giving somebody blockbuster. So you two were <laughs> sitting on somebody's couch, I assume, watching uh, I stars. I was sitting in the easy chair. Uh, last week, uh, he invited me over for a cookout. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Say no more. And, no, uh, but we were both sitting there going, I kind of want to stop watching this so we can go rent it and see it in Letterboxd. Letterbox. I was like, what? We're not going to have that. This is so stupid. Require us to pay for it. No. <laughs> so... Uh, but not nearly as bad a waste of Bobby Lee's talent as uh, Pineapple Express was. No, oh, so totally. There. Oh, he was way funnier and kicking it old school. So. Yes. So two things on TV. When does Dollhouse come out? When is that? Yeah, I thought we were going to talk about that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I know that uh, that Fox's website is hyping it up, and it's all starting in a couple. Of, they are going to do a September launch, which usually they don't. They wait until after the World Series is over. But they are going to launch some stuff in September. So we're, we're approaching like Fringe rapidly. is coming soon. Fringe, yeah, I noticed soon. that it was on the uh, comic bags this week. We know that Heroes Fringe. is coming September 25th Okay, uh, with Villains, Chapter 3. Um, and we'll see. I, I, I haven't seen when Chuck is coming yet. Uh, Pushing Daisies, I haven't heard anything yet, but uh, that DVD is coming soon. I think everything's coming like pretty soon. Like next week and the week after, there's going to be a lot of new TV coming. So uh, I would say it's still end of September. You have three weeks to pick up the DVDs of every previous season. And watch it all. And Well, yeah. Like <sighs> Smallville Season Summit 7 is coming out. I'm really glad because I didn't watch any of it. And it's probably oh, like no, the season I wanted to see. Skip it. Can I just say right now? Supergirl? Black Canary? Uh, Come on. Trust me. I do trust you, but I still have to do it. Okay, Okay, I have a recommendation then. I don't know when it's coming back, but it it keeps popping up on my TiVo, and I keep thinking thinking I'm caught up, but I'm not. I love Reaper. Have you watched it all the way to, like, where it is or where it's at? I I think I have. That show just keeps getting better and better every time I watch it, like... Well, good. And I'm just, I, I cannot wait until that comes for, back. So I can hardly wait for Reaper to come back. So please, if you're a fanboy, watch so this Reaper. Is, this is that awkward time. Now catch up on things, you know. 
Get the Big Bang Theory. Watch that because that's mm-hmm. gonna, you know get the DVD which comes out <sighs> next week. Um, you know, I was thinking about this because the Dexter DVD. Oh my gosh, the Showtime DVDs are insidious. Like it says, do you want to watch the first episode of season three? It's on the Brothers DVD set, and there are no extras like documentaries, but uh, but or featurettes. The extras are. There's two episodes of Brothers. There's an episode of the Tudors. Uh, uh, I think one of California Californication, and you know, so it's like they're just cross promoting through their DVD yeah. sets. But there's nothing, no commentary. What do they anything. think they are comics? Yeah, maybe the DVDs do a night. Uh, no, a, there's no ads in the middle. Okay, hmm. thank heavens. Yeah, no, no like awkward turns. Like what? Is that, is part, that part of the story? story? <laughs> a car ad? Oh, wait a minute. Dexter buys a car and in one then... episode. Um, and so, then he murders somebody. So let's go it. to this. It's oh. long promise. We've, we've held back long enough. Long. All right. Let's I've got to know what it's about. I've got to know. Lon Lopez's Toy, Toy Rant. <laughs> awesome. I have my own intro. Um, all right. I have something. I'm very upset with the toy industry right now. Oh, especially Daddy-O. Especially the makers of action figures. Um, for the last few years, you've been getting me hooked on the six-inch figures um, because... <laughs> Well, they say they're six inch. They're, sometimes they're a little smaller, but it's cold. Yeah, but you know, uh, they, you know they come in twelve inch. Yeah, but really, that's that's a, little, that's a little too much for he me to handle or play with. Pansy. And um, so, anyways, recently the trend, and I, I I've heard kind of the mumblings about it, is that there's been a plastic kind of shortage because of the oil oil prices, oil yeah, prices it's, it's and stuff true. like that because of world war 2 maybe <laughs> yeah. but uh, they've been reverting back to cuz here's here how it worked before in the in the hierarchy of toys you know it was the 3 quarter or the 3 and 3 quarter inch figures with the star wars and the gi G. joes although and then, i was of a time when they were 8 inches and 12 inches right right well you know back then men were bigger <laughs> but they're um, also ho and like an n scale they yes. were 33 and a third and 45 78s. Yeah. So then after those figures, when the, the X-Men and the Toy Biz era came along and those superheroes came out, they went to more of the like the four or five inch figures or whatever, the smaller mm-hmm. figure, but bigger than the whatever. It's a very technical rant. Oh, this I is. told you. It's going to be a rant. So, But for the longest no, time. more just a lecture. For the point, longest but... time, the industry standard has been the six and up, or six, in between six and eight I figures. it's an ISO standard now. Gotcha. It could be. In fact, my son has a Fantastic Four figure that actually you can pull the string and it'll vibrate. That was just for Anna. Oh, okay. So, uh, no, I think I, I have, have a gerbil one too. that does that. <laughs> yeah. You pull its string? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Anyways, how are you so, gonna make sure it gets to find its way back? I thought you just pull its tail, but um, <laughs> Rick is so editing this down to like two minutes. <laughs> the rant goes anyway. I'm unhappy. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> I love how they set up the time for me to rant and then don't let me rant. So, but anyways, it's like when we talk, right? Anyways, so uh, basically, for the longest time, they've basically let the six inch into six eight be the standard. Right. Well, now DC from Mattel has reintroduced a whole new line of uh, characters, and they're reverting back to now a three-quarter or a three-and-three-quarter scale. And that is the scale. DC and, Infinite Crisis line? No, is that it's, right? I, it's something. It's the DC something. It's not DC Universe. I forget the actual title. I thought it was Crisis. I thought but they I were was doing the, it. They were claiming it was like a... It was somehow based around one of the crises. It could lines. be, but I go DC's into the store. Financial crisis yes. line. Yeah. I go into the store, and there's a Captain Marvel figure. There's a Guy Gardner you mean figure. Shazam. Shazam. Is that what they're calling him now? Yeah. Okay. There's they still like have to for legal reasons. The 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 Professor Zoom Flash. I mean, 
all these characters that I would love to have in the normal scale I've been collecting for the last five uh. years, and now they're reintroducing new characters in a little small thing. So if I first of all the 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 actual toys themselves subpar, they're smaller, not as flex or uh, posable or articulated. I saw that same line, but they did have interesting characters in that line. Yeah, the great characters, but crappier, smaller toys. So I'm like sitting there going, great. So now if I want to get these characters, I got to go shell out a bunch of you know more money to collect smaller inferior to rebuild all my dioramas. Right, exactly. So there <laughs> exactly. goes my collection, New- totally gone. They won't look good Thanks, toy company. Well, now, the, the JLU, line, the Justice League Unlimited figures, uh, that line at the larger size continues at Target exclusively. Actually, that's a li- it's just like an, a little bit bigger, but those are smaller. Those aren't the six inch. Those are like the four or five, I uh, think. Yeah, so. I haven't bought any of those. Although, but you talk about character uh, breadth. That that's definitely a line where you know they're continuing. That you've got your question figure coming. You've got uh, not Power Girl, whatever they called Power Girl on Justice League Unlimited. That um, the <laughs> Supergirl clone they called her something else. Kara. Uh, no, they didn't call her Kara. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, you know, but that's where you had Aztec. You had Shining Knight. No, no, but I'm just saying that yeah, it's, so. it's it's but it's a totally different sculpt and everything else. Mm-hmm. Like. The smaller line is supposed to be more realistic. Yeah, or, or comic-like, more comic-like but, but. than animated style. So, I don't know. I, I was just but upset. The that's just cheaper. my rant. But, yeah, who needs a vehicle when you have a power ring? Or your Captain Marvel Shazam? I mean... Well, since they don't actually have a power why does, ring. Why does Spider-Man need a surfboard, dude? He, does he? The most embarrassed action oh. figure on the shelf. Yes, the Spider-Man Beach Fun set. <laughs> That uh, Marvel hmm. Toy Biz released about eight nine years ago in swim trunks and a surfboard. Yeah, with pretty a lame. Beach ball. Yeah. So I just want to say thanks, Toy Company, for screwing me again. What toy company was that? Mattel? Just all of them, all of them. Oh. All because of them. you know, all hates all. Of them. I hate all of them because you know Hasbro did the same thing with like Spider-Man movie figures, Hulk movie figures, all you know, all the stuff I would have collected. A superhero Squad. No, those are those are cool when they're small, <laughs> you know, because they're cute and cuddly. Uh huh. Like Juan Lopez, ladies. And that's my rant. You guys are supposed to end it with, what was it? Lon's toy rant. Lon Lopez's toy rant. rant. Okay, that segment might not return. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) Will that segment make it into the podcast, Rick? (laughs) Why not? Everything else will. At least least send it to us, because that was amusing to some of us. (laughs) So, uh, like Lon. So. I, that's all I got for this week. Anybody hey, else got anything else? Does Michael Michael Goodson's anything rant? No. Mm. Rick Brettschneider's Why Are You Guys So Freaking Immature <laughs> rant? <laughs> it's like, been up since 3 o'clock this morning. It's like, I okay. showed up for this. This will Rick Brettschneider's Cranky Old Man Corner. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, hey, you kids get off my lawn. Okay. Hey. Uh, I record works. better podcasts than this one in my sleep. Okay. Yeah, that, that might actually be true in his case. So. Uh, I, if you have any questions, comments, topics. Oh, by the way, someone did write in. I did have some email, which was somebody told me that Pete Best, I guess in my review of The Rocker, mm-hmm. I didn't know where Pete Best was. He's an old man on a bus stop. Oh. At the beginning of the movie. So, mm-hmm. so they just awesome. shot him. In oh, not break. in real life. No, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, he may actually him. be in real life. I don't know what Pete Best does. <laughs> they just time. found him on a bus stop, <laughs> shot him, put him in the movie. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, so if you have questions that are better than that or comments, 
concerns, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Of course, we podcast out of Elusive Comics and Games 2725. And is pantomiming something here, and I just don't know. It's, I think it's had something to do with Which is really weird. This is what a great marketing myself. genius she is. She's interrupting my plugging her store. <laughs> there you go. But actually, Rick stopped your wrap-up, so <laughs> yeah. now he's made his own hell. <laughs> <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or concerns, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Oh, I have concerns. You do. We are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. Yes, indeed. We podcast live usually around uh, 6.30, 7 o'clock, coming on a Wednesday night. Buy your comics. Sit in. Giggle in the background. Say rude things. Say, why not? <laughs> we all do. We all do. It hasn't stopped anyone. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I'm Michael Goodson, guest commentator. I'm Lon Lopez, and I'm not really here. Yeah, that was more <laughs> enthusiastic than Lon would have been. Who are you, really? Rick Brett Snyder, signing off, reminding you, you to listen to Lon Lopez as he says, Use your powers only for good. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. All right, can we start? <clears throat> we can. Okay. Did you? Are you all ready? Do you have a? Oh, that Special Olympic-themed uh, introduction? No. Special Olympics. All right, I got it. Let's go. No, I didn't oh, mean no, space. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You opened the box. <laughs> ah, Pandora, close it, close it. Are you making fun of me? Londora. No, we are not. Are you ready? Yet. <laughs> sure. Okay, talk it up, Carcassonne people, and in three, two... Listen up, fanboys. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Yeah. Tonight. And here's your host, a man whose superhero code name would be Brown Chunks. It's Derek McCall. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Chunkster. Yeah, I love the non the lawn secular. The lawn secular indeed. And he wonders why no one gets it. Uh, <laughs> so this is Derek McCall, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. <laughs> On a historic night. You want to start over? Yeah, let's do it. Because I don't like FamilyPlanet.com. It sounds bad. <laughs> uh, no, I think I, I have, have a one gerbil too. that does that. <laughs> yeah. You pull its string? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Anyway, how so, are you going to make sure it gets to find its way back? I thought you just pull its tail, but. Um, <laughs> Rick is so editing this down to like two minutes. <laughs> the rant goes, anyway, I'm unhappy. Thank you. Good night. I love how they set up the time for me to rant and then don't let me rant. So, but anyways. It's like when we talk. Right. Anyway, so. Uh, Elusive Comics and Games, the only store on the face of the earth that can't sell Watchmen. Okay, so. I, <laughs> oh. We don't swear. <laughs> Not on the air. We talk about eight inches no, and six inches, but we, we don't, don't swear. swear. We just let you giggle. All right, once again. What were you trying to say, Anna? Say it, because we're... I... <laughs> what? <laughs> if you have questions, comments...
Use your powers only for good. Did the whole crowd come in? (laughs) They they, they dashed up behind you. Best podcast ever. Anybody going to buy anything? I'm cashing out. Yeah, we did. I never bought. I bought. I already paid.